Homeschooling is an epic investment of your time, energy, and on days, your sanity. Our goal is to come alongside you with weekly encouragement and practical help so you can homeschool boldly. Hi friends, you're listening to Homeschool Boldly. I'm Connie Albers, one of the columnists for Homeschooling Today magazine. My column is on growing relationships, and today my podcast is going to focus on setting simple goals to develop stronger relationships with your children. Now, when I think about setting goals and relationships, I I mean them in the sense of like a garden. You want to have a beautiful garden with flowers that brings beauty and light to those who see it and to those who experience the garden. The way that happens isn't just planting a seed and then not tending to it. It's planting a seed and adding water and nutrients so that the seed cracks open and brings forth fruit and bears what you're trying to create in that relationship between you and your child. And so as I was thinking about my topic today and goals, they do act as like that secret garden, and they're sprinkled with with little seeds of encouragement and time and building memories, and creating defining moments. So I want to share with you a couple of thoughts that come to mind as I think about you setting simple relationship goals with your kids, and that is perhaps spending more time doing something fun together. And the way we do that is to discover their interest. You want to engage in conversations so that you can understand what your child's passions and interests are. And then tailor those fun activities to align with their preferences, making sure that it feels like an exciting adventure that's chosen just for them. Now, as a mom of five, I know that can be overwhelming if you have many children, but you can just focus on one event uh, per child every week or once a month. So it doesn't have to be overwhelming, but like a garden, you have to attend to it. It has to be intentional. A second would be for you to get your child to collaborate on an idea. So take an activity that maybe one of your kids presents and get all of the kids to throw in ideas, to brainstorm. What can we do to make this happen? How can we spend time doing something fun together? Whether it's creating a project, a game, or it's a hobby. Involve all the kids in the decision-making process. You'll find that they'll be more likely to jump in and be part of it because they've been included. A second most important way to have some simple relational goals this year could be spending time outside. Now, I've done a podcast on getting your kids to play outside. We know there are developmental benefits to your kids being outside. It's important to teach your children that nature is basically a playground. Frame the outdoor as a time of exploration, not on the school calendar, something you must do but something that we get to do. We get to go outside and experience nature. We can also do things such as like going to the beach or our family used to go camping twice a year with some other families. And it became something my kids looked forward to. And when I mentioned, you know, making fun memories together, those are are combined. My kids will still tell stories about their camping, (laughs) some shenanigans, some uh, mishaps, but loads of fun. So be flexible and allow your child to lead the way in discovering, like, what is outdoors for them? Not all kids like bugs or water or beach, 
or camping. But what will your family do that is getting you outside away from devices and really learning about each other? Another way to spend time outside would be uh, making it a ritual, like establishing a routine outside. So every morning or every weekend, you're going to get up and you're going to go for a short walk or you're going to go play outside or do sidewalk chalk, whatever it is. But it, just make it a routine where your children know this is going to be built into our either everyday lives, our daily lives, or at least this is what we're going to do on the weekend. And a third simple relational goal could be spend time reading together. That could be reading the Bible. That could be reading a, a favorite reader. Maybe it's, a, it's a, one of your favorite authors from when you were a child, or it's a great literature book that may be a, above your children's reading ability. But when you're reading aloud, you can help bring color and light. You can help expand their imagination and help them draw conclusions or see cause and effect or understand the protagonist and antagonist. And you can even help them to see and learn through repetition because you may need to read the same passage a couple of times so your children understand what's really happening in that passage. And that's the same for if you're going to read the Bible. It could be we're going to read a couple of verses every morning to get our day started off right. Get a collection of books. You can ask your friends or you can check out reading lists, but let your children have a say in choosing the books. Not all books are going to be parent approved. So you're going to have to give and take there and decide what kind of books does our family read? And you want to communicate that to your children so they know off the get-go, these are the kind of books we're going to be reading or the things that we want to build into our family library. Make it interesting. If you can, uh, we used to do puppet shows with handmade puppets. Trust me, they weren't expensive and they weren't elaborate. And a lot of times the eyes were just my Sharpie markers. But I could tell the story of what we're trying to learn about through puppets. We have a little puppet theater that my kids just loved. I would tell the story or I would have my older kids tell the younger kids a story through these little hand puppets that we stitched together as, as awful as they were. We just had to use what we had. Another way to do this endeavor together is I used a felt board. I would just have all these cutouts. And so as I would be reading the story, my older children would be using the felts and, or the little ones would be watching and listening and sitting on my lap. There is a wide variety and ways for you to accomplish the simple goal of reading together. It doesn't have to be everybody sitting in a semicircle with mom holding the book or the babies in the lap. It could be, like I said, outside under the tree. There you go. You've got goal two and three out all together by being outside, sitting under a tree letting the kids play while you're reading to them, or it could be having them acted out in a play format. The most important thing is create this cozy reading corner. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It just has to be filled with love and fun and something interesting. Use your vocal abilities. Use your voice as an instrument to tell the story, to add expression and depth and creativity. Your children will love it, and they will also learn through that simple goal of, of reading aloud together, they will learn vocal expression, and that will actually help them when they get older. And the other way would be to have an audiobook, to have it read aloud to them, have a different narrator from one of your favorite books on Audible or a, a collection that you might have. This three simple goals that I set before you, 
simple of spending time doing something fun together, spending time outside, and spending time reading together. Those all can be done with a minimal amount of time planning or executing. But what will happen is day after day, as you build this into your routine, your children will come to look back on this time, even if they're not all on board right away. They'll look back on it and appreciate what you built into their lives and into their day. And that's the goal of building a family. And that's the goal of creating these relationships that our children look back on and say, mom, that was really fun that we did that. Or do you remember the time that maybe it didn't go so well and everyone laughs? The goal is setting simple goals that are easy to achieve, that your children want to be involved with because they're part of the decision-making process. So approaching the goals, just make sure you have these couple of things. Be flexible, allow for curiosity and questions, and collaborations. This minimizes the resistance and it allows the parent and child relationship that you're trying to forge, it allows it to blossom naturally, kind of like a garden. The gardener tends to the seedlings as they are watered and fertilized and given sunshine and what they need. They grow into these beautiful, vibrant flowers. And that's a beautiful picture of creating simple goals little moments here and there as you go along the way. So remember, you've got this because God's got you. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement. You won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, You'll find homeschooling parents who have walked where you are or are currently on the path and want to help you succeed. We want to invite you to subscribe today and join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, letting God lead, and homeschooling boldly. Visit homeschoolingtoday.com to learn more.